It's the iFanboy.com Pick of the Week podcast, episode 90, sponsored by Jim Hanley's Universe, Comicall.com, and the Netflix. And you are listening to the iFanboy Pick of the Week podcast. He stands at a branch of three paths. Josh, Connor, and Ron are about to instill the sin of pride in one writer artist team by selecting their book as the Pick of the Week. They will then discuss that book and many others in detail. If you have already read your books, then indulge. If not, you can either stop listening now, read your books, and return, or not bother and allow my colleague Sloth to take root in your soul and lead you on the path to eternal damnation. Choice is yours. Huh. <laughs> well, that marks the return of our, our fan-submitted intros, um, so we thank... Ivy from Brooklyn. For, um, so that wasn't actually Mephistopheles? Channeling Mephistopheles. You've never, said that, you've never said that out loud, have you? No, I haven't, actually. <laughs> I want to say Mephisto, but that's not that's the Marvel devil yeah. guy. I yeah. thought that's what, oh, you know what? That's what I thought it was supposed to be. No, no, that's that's actually Satan. Ooh. Yeah, fascinating. So oh, anyway, so I'm Ron. I'm Connor. <laughs> I'm Josh. We have to get moving, apparently. Yeah, we got a big show uh, today. Well, they already did that part, so... so uh, I'm going to take it away. Talk. It's my pick, yeah. So, um, so... It's been, you know, it's been a couple, of, the past couple of weeks have been heavy weeks. I think we're on agreement. We've all purchased a lot of books, haven't we? I'm yes. sorry, I, my mind got dirty. Nice, good one. Um, <laughs> back. And the past couple of weeks have been stellar. I've been very jealous that you mm-hmm. guys have had the pick of the week. Right. So when I had my stack of 15 books, almost $50 of the comics, I was very excited. And I, I thought this week let me down a little. And um, ultimately... Um, You're crazy. I might be crazy, but we'll, I, we'll I, get into I, that. For me, it hits and misses. Some are really yeah. good, some are really good. Yeah, that's kind of what it was. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't like... it wasn't. Uh, there have been times where we've been like, wow, nothing good came out, so I guess I'll pick this one. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I had a hard time making the pick, but once I kind of really thought about it, and I realized the order number one was actually the book that I actually walked away from with the most excitement level about, and that was actually very good in my mind. Um, so, so that ended up being the pick. Um, and so the order was um, is written by Mac, Matt Fraction, drawn by Barry Kitson, and published by Marvel. And it was this is the book that was originally supposed to be the Champions, um, the resurrection of the um, late '70s team title uh, from Marvel that the old Champions featured Hercules and Ghost Rider and Angel, and it was a very odd mishmash of characters and never actually made sense. But it was, it was like, like the Defenders, but something else. Like the Champions. Like, in, in, yeah, in, yeah, it was like a rip-off yeah. of the Defenders, yeah, yeah. which were a rip-off of, <laughs> of the, the Avengers. Avengers. Yeah, but, um, so, and basically the, the, the high concept that, that Fraction has come, uh, come up with, and I'm unsure whether he came up with it or Marvel gave it to him, or I imagine he came up with a large part of it, but it's the idea that this is the California team, part of um, the initiative, part of the Avengers initiative that Tony Stark has started, and what it is is that they are... Um, as a po- they're putting they're putting teams in every state apparently, um, and for some reason this California team is being run similar to the 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 example Fraction gave was like a baseball team where they've got these roles that they're going to fill in and that 
if you screw up, you get kicked off the team and, and that sort of thing. So we get introduced to the to the team, and it's led by the former actor who played Iron Man on TV. Isn't that a little weird? Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. Who apparently yeah. happens to be an alcoholic and is was Tony's um, first sponsor when he joined AA. Because the, the I mean the thing is these all these people from the teams are not superheroes who had to register. They're regular right. people. It's kind of like Everyman Project, right? Yeah. Kind of like Luthor Fifty Two. Yeah, so yeah. which I was like, oh, well, yeah. that's a new thing. They've not. The government is now doing that. I, well, no. Well, that was we were introduced to that in Civil War number six. Remember when Hank Pym when they were training the new new team members? No, I don't remember. That, that, it was it, that that that's it was, been put out of our brains. It was in Civil War number six. So yeah. anyway, um, so we get introduced to this team, and the reason why I really liked this was, and what kind of dawned on me as I was thinking about it was that if you took away Iron Man in this issue, and you took away the initiative, and this was just a superhero book published by. You know, Dark Horse or Boom Studios or Image or something like that. I feel like we'd be like, "Did you read the? Did you read the order? Like, this is a this is a great you know kind of um, uh, take on the genre that we've been reading on and stuff like that." And even the look of it, like the look, it doesn't look like a Marvel comic, and it kind of ties. Barry Kitson's a very not Marvel artist, exactly. DC and, artist, and this is part of the this is part of the Barry Kitson kind of revelation that we've had recently, where he you know like I knew he was good. He's one of those names out there, but the art in this was freaking awesome. It was really really good, and. So what struck me was that like wow this could this could be a this could be an indie superhero book as opposed to just being a Marvel superhero book and then also tied in with the fact that in Marvel these days we don't get very very many new characters you know the Runaways is a bit of an exception they were brand new characters that were just introduced that that seemed to be successful we we might get a new X Men here and there yeah, but they came out new X Men all new. Yeah, they are they are all new characters, but but new characters in Marvel is somewhat they don't stick. They don't stick. Runaways came from a whole line of new characters. Only Runaways stuck. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so new characters don't tend to stick, and so I was I'm kind of you know the only character that's from the Mar the only ongoing character that's from the Marvel universe proper is Pepper Potts, who is Iron Man's old um, secretary, who now apparently is like the Oracle and. And um, Oracle character from the yeah. JLA thing, and leads the team from a room with computers and stuff like that. But you know, admittedly, it's not you know, it's nothing, nothing the you know conceptually innovative. It's nothing you know, it's 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 playing on the whole kind of Greek gods theme of a team that, that Morrison did with the JLA, and it's playing <laughs> off of the, the corporate team. And I can't I mean, help but notice that everything about this book is playing off something that's already true, happened but, in a DC but, book. Right, oh, that's, that's actually a good point. But, <laughs> but with, with one of DC's premier uh, historical, historically. Um, Best artist, but um, yeah, no, but 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 for me, it just kind of felt like a little bit refreshing. It was a little bit off, the, you know, off the beaten path almost, you know. And so I was, I was, you know, I enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so. I disagree with almost everything you've said. All right, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah. I picked it up because um, I thought, well, maybe it wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't, I didn't think it was gonna be bad. The thing is, I didn't want another book. I was like, I just don't want another superhero team book. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, unfortunately, reading through this for me, I felt like. I felt like I was like, oh, it's, it was really, really basic. I was really normal, and I wasn't excited by it. I think if I had picked this up and it had been a Dark Horse book, I would have not bought it again. Hmm. Um, you know, and I thought Barry Kitson's art... It, you did make a point about it uh, in your review where you said the superhero stuff was, you know, good and normal and whatever, but the bits without them being superheroes were good. I, I agree with that entirely. Yeah. I think that he... he Got these people's faces. Uh, this guy's like he's he's like such a classic comic book. Yeah, yeah the, the combination of the faces as well as actually the background. Mm-hmm. He's, so, he's, he's a he's a fantastic know. artist. That's not at all yeah. a question. He's really good. Um, and there were bits of it that I liked. I really liked the like the going back and forth uh, between uh, I don't know his name, the main not guy, Tony? Anthem. Not yeah, Anthem, uh, Anthem whatever. Uh, going back and forth between his the AA meeting in his head. I yeah. really enjoyed that stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
the super team banter fighty stuff, I was just like, oh, it's this. And I, you know, I really have seen it so many times, and right. and this didn't bring anything new to, for me. I, I and this is maybe a case of you know you like stuff that feels like. Yeah, I mean, you it could know, be, the I things mean, you really liked, and I and I don't. It, I mean, it could be, and it was partially, you know, kind of being separated from the the continuity, like mm-hmm. being in Marvel, but also being not attached to anything that's so heavy that that yeah. is, you know, kind of read day in and day out, and just kind of a little bit of a breath, breath of fresh air in that regard. Uh, see, there was me. It was just like it was just exceedingly average. Too. Yeah, I, th- but, I mean, I read his copy when he got it, yeah. and um, it wasn't bad. It also wasn't good for me. So I, I finished it, and I was like, well, that happened. Right. You know, like I didn't. I didn't like it. I didn't love it. It was. It was like I felt like I right, well. There's this. I've already read this here. And I've already read this here. And I've already read this here. And I don't really personally connect with Matt Fraction's writing. So there was a little, the Matt Fraction-y stuff that I didn't like. And I didn't even. I didn't pick up. You on know what? I, I at felt all, that. Actually. I felt yeah. that a lot of that wacky stuff that he's known for. I felt that was toned down. And, yeah. all, and that was actually one of the things that I was like. At least if it had that, I would have a bit of more of an edge. Yeah, to it. Yeah, it was very bland. Like yeah. very vanilla. Right. Yeah. Well, um, well, I mean, and part part of it, uh, partially also, I mean, the, the one of the main thrusts was just the, the beautifulness of yeah, no, it's, it was a great Kitsuzar. looking book. And then, and then the other th- the other aspect of it that at least that what I see is I just if if this is given legs to run with, I see potential in the concept. I see potential in the in the platform well, to to get towards something different in, in the Marvel. It's one of world, those things you know? that when you have a first issue with something new in superheroes, it yeah. goes one of two ways. Usually, usually it starts off slow and it takes a little while, and then eventually, like it figures out what it is. And it's very true that a new superhero comic needs to be given time, just like a network yeah. sitcom yeah. or whatever, yeah. to become what it is. And then right. the other one is, wow, that was a great first issue, and four issues later, you hate it. Right. And, yeah. you know, uh, sort of how I feel about Warren Ellis' Thunderbolts at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it absolutely, for me, could get more interesting when he figures out his... I really think that Fraction is still working out how to be really good at writing these comic books. I don't legs, think he's yeah. there yet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like, you take Dan Slott. Yeah. Dan Slott's a guy who's just finding his legs and this stuff now, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm not really interested in keeping reading it, though. Yeah, well, fair enough. I mean, and and, and, par- and admittedly, like I said, part of it also was that there was a lot of stuff that I thought would have come in before this mm-hmm. that, for whatever reason, didn't do it for well, me. Really quickly, before you go on to the next yeah. thing, the last point I have is, as great as the art is, it and I don't know if this is a plus or a minus. It doesn't look like a Marvel book. The character right. designs are not Marvel. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. And I don't know if that's a plus or a minus, but for right. me, it was just weird because like I'm looking at the spread of the team right now, and they don't look like Marvel characters. They look like uh, something Crossing would have put out, or, or Dark Horse, or, or, or almost Ultimate. Not even, a little Ultimate. Not with a little with the with the. Um, the, the pattern on the well, they've all got the patterns, but it's yeah. just the designs don't look dynamic. They look yeah. like something like, uh, you know, it looks like an image. Well, that kind of actually makes sense if you think about it, because what it is is a, um, it's like a mass market superhero yeah. team. Right. So chances are, like, they wouldn't have great because they've got to go through things so fast. It, but it, I really feel like I, I feel like I just read this in '52. This concept. Well, the, the, admittedly, the, like we said, the everyman kind of thing. No, but even true, yeah. even the yeah. way that the team, you yeah, know, it was the same thing. Well, I thought. I mean, I, I mean, I, and and more I think about it, it, the more I understand how kind of predictable the unpredictableness of it was. But I was impressed by the fact that we spent half the issue meeting a new team, getting you know that was you know, a nice twist. getting a juice, and then they then they screw up and they get fired, and then yeah. we get a whole brand new team in one issue. You know what but I mean? That maybe would see that maybe that would have been even better if they'd wait and let you know those people a little more, then have them screw up. I mean, I don't know if you consider that a waste of time or not. Yeah, well, but I, I but I also could have seen dragging it out over four 
issues would have been annoying. It's, you know, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, go either way. Well, that, I, that actually brings it down to you know when you say things like, "Is it written for the trade or written for the single issue?" Right. That's a really good example of you could write it for the trade in one way. Yep. You write it for the single issue in this way. That's so, definitely a single issue. Yeah. Okay. But um. So but yes. Spider-Man 111 was Mark Bagley's final issue, and this was. In, and this you was were in the run. Which I was a little which, down. which yeah. cover did everybody get? Oh, I what got the Bagley cover. I got the first one that was on the store. I got cover. I didn't even know there were separate covers. The Bagley cover, Eminem cover. Okay. Um, yeah, I was I was really excited for this, and I thought this would be would 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 this definitely was in the running. Um, but it was actually kind of funny when I read it. What happened was is that I was so excited to see the to I was curious to see how the art influx would be. Mm-hmm. Is that I looked in the beginning and I saw okay he's talking to Aunt May, and I flipped to the back. And I was actually I was driving when I was doing this, so I'm like in oh, that's traffic. Nice. And so I looked at the, the, the last couple pages, and I said, "I'm like, oh fucking hey, Eminem's just kind of is making him look like Bagley's doing it." <laughs> I and then and then I flipped through in, in disbelief, and I saw what they did. Right. And I actually was disappointed with the integration of the two artists. Really, I didn't I didn't like how the flashback was by Eminem. The flashback was by Eminem, and it was done. The, and it was done in the in the powers or Strangers in Paradise kind of. Dialogue down the side, he did or this alias. I'm oh, sorry, alias. Yeah. I mean. yeah. The alias down the side, and then you know, like, I just, I, I, I was looking for something a little more innovative in terms of the integration of the two artists, and that kind of. But don't get me wrong. By the end of the issue, I was a little sniffly. It would, it would actually have made more sense to swap the artists. Yeah, to have Bagley be the flashback. Yeah, that probably uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was. It was good. good. It just it didn't meet my expectations. Right. Well, I, I mean, that's. I wasn't in the least disappointed. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I thought that this was written with so much heart. It was literally coming off the page. Yeah. Well, I, I said I was think, sniffly at the end. I think that, oh, well, you know, yeah. like you couldn't have read this for 111 issues and not yeah. felt the sincerity of those pages. I, I think the conversation that was taking place in the dialogue to the side was fantastically well scripted. I mean, yeah. you want to talk about a character voice and understanding what they're feeling? I thought one thing that he did so well is when he's like, well, then they hit you? Like, and you start to think about it. Like, right. he gets beaten up and thrown around, and his spider powers don't have anything to do with pain resistance or, you know, whatever. Like, well, he's tougher. He's maybe, but still, like, you just, if you just think about what that means. No, you're seeing, and, you're seeing him for the first time through his, uh, his aunt's eyes. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I guess that's it. There was, a couple of, there was a couple of lines where she said something and he repeated it, or he said, yeah. like, like, they're repeating, and I was like, and a part of me kind of stopped and looked at it, but then I, like, thought about it in my head, I'm like, that's how that conversation would go. Well, that's it's how like, he writes, he yeah, always has. Right, yeah, no, um, but I mean, but actually, it, this is one of the few times that I actually... I was, I was it, absolutely you know. thrilled with this, I really enjoyed this issue. And you're I, thrilled for another reason, because you don't like Mark Bagley. I don't not like Mark Bagley, <laughs> No, but you're I a think Bagley, that, you're the president of Bagley hating I think society. He, I think he does this book really well, I think that yeah. his art tends to look kind of flat to me sometimes, and I think that if you look in comparison to the pages that show up with Eminem, you can see it, it's right there on the page. Um, I'm really excited about the imminent stuff. Yeah. It's going to be really, really weird. Oh yeah, it's I think whether weird. you like it or not, it's got to be after 111 issues. It's going to mm-hmm. be strange to enter back into this universe and have it look completely different. Well, that's the thing is that looking at the imminent pages, like, it looks like Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it doesn't look like Ultimate. It'll be like Second Becky on Roseanne. <laughs> <laughs> like at first, it won't make sense, and then after. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be bad. I just, I, no, it's just going to be odd. Oh, yeah. I, I really like no, it. Th- it was good. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't, but but I just was a little. I was a little deflated on it. That's all. So and it, and it's completely because of my high expectations. Now you're crazy if you didn't pick all flash number one as the pick of the week I know well, part, well, well let's see, did you, you get think, the Sienkiewicz yeah I did oh I want to see it I, oh, was, oh well that's, that's a good point cause, we cause got two covers again now uh, one is Josh Middleton one is Sienkiewicz who's a legendary and artist I, I sought out the Sienkiewicz cover uh-huh. and I got home and I went 
Oh, so, I that, had, so that happened. I had heard about the Sienkiewicz cover ahead of time, yeah. and I had meant to look, and I forgot, and I got into the store, and I was like, oh, that one's ugly. I want this one. Yeah. And I bought the Josh Middleton cover. The Sienkiewicz cover, I, if you, you go online, go find it, take a look at it, but it's like, it's like, it's the Flash running with hemorrhoids. <laughs> I mean, it's like, he's like, I'm running! It hurts! It's oh. like, and the Middleton cover looks really dynamic and great. And actually, the Middleton cover plays into the inside of it. Yep. Yeah. So now, I love The Flash. Okay. The, Fla- the Flash is my premier DC character. I love Mark Wade on The Flash. Mm-hmm. Um, this completely threw me for a loop. And wow. I was very disappointed. What Not you- that it was bad, but I was disappointed. He's loving average books. He's hating other books. This is, Here's, this is Connor, you start... This was great. All right, this, the story in this is that Wally West is now back alive. He has just learned that Bart is dead, and he is seeking out the killer. Um, while we learn about him finding out about the murder and, and him coming back, and it's basically an overview for people not familiar with what's been going on in Flash or not familiar with Wally West. It's a really here's where we are, here's where we're going, here's who the main character is type of issue, while also wrapping up the last storyline and. There's a bunch of rotating. There's a bunch, bunch of artists. There's how many? Four artists. How many? Say that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven and, artists. And at this point, let me say, they need to make Carl Kershaw the artist on Flash. And that's my. And here is the problem I have with this issue: is that a, when the solicit went out, I saw a preview, and it was the first three pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, yeah, first three pages. Right. The, or four, three pages. Uh, and it was the Carl Kershaw, the Flash, you know, while he's back. But mm-hmm. and when Kershaw did a fill in on the on the, the, the previous run, I remember, remember you I was like, "This that. is brilliant! This, this is, is the guy." Yeah. 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 Oh wow! And so when I turned the page to page four, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, it, it, it stopped me in my tracks, a, and it no, it took me out of the story. It completely. But that's a DC thing. DC yeah. when they have big issues, they, they always do this. put the artist stuff. That's they right. always do. But that. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. The fact that part of it is that is that a I didn't read the I never read sure. the, the thing until afterwards. I don't read the credits until afterwards, and I didn't know. I thought it was a complete car crushal story, mm-hmm. and I just it completely stopped. You wouldn't me have bought my, it anyway. Of course I bought it. No, no, no. But had I known, what yeah. I'm saying is that I didn't expect it. Oh well, I, I saw it in the beginning because I was like, who are these people? And, yeah, no. I, you didn't I, read. The, you don't read the credits. No, I, I go back after I read the issue, and then I go back That's to see weird. who did what and stuff like that. No, we, I, I we absolutely. We determine we read I mean, things differently. I knew. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was any secret that this was going to be a all star wrap up with a bunch of different artists. Issues. Oh no, I didn't. I completely did not expect the other artists, and so when it went off of Kershaw, all I wanted was Kershaw. And admittedly, Kershaw does the majority of the book. Yeah. And it was brilliant and beautiful, but like the the, the change in artists is what took kind of took me out of the thing. And then also, I thought it was a little too clean. Like it just kind of wrapped up very quickly. It's like he well, came back and he got the kid. And he well, he is the Flash. Yeah, true. Good point. But I, I mean, it, it didn't feel very deep. I'm saying that the the the, the it's it, too clean and that he wrapped up too quickly. It was okay. all in right. a bow. Yeah. But they have to do that because that they're wrapping up Bart's story. Bart's story's right. over. Next month starts Wally again. I understand. It's got to it's got to end. I mean, it's got to go. I, I understand. And I didn't think it was too. It wasn't deep. I mean, you could see the you could feel the pain in Wally, and then well, what he does to the, what he yeah. does to the kid is 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 slightly awful. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I thought that. Well, my that. question was, how does he just, like, I know he's slowing down, but doesn't he have to eat, like, in 100 years or something like that? Like, no, 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 right? he's slowed down to, like... Right, yeah. His body's not burning any fuel, so he's right, not, yeah. not doing anything. Yeah, it's yeah. in suspended animation. But uh, just, the, like, the whole page of the other rogues, just how, you know, like, well, if other people find him, they'll find him, you know? And, like, you know, it's, it's still fucking Captain Cold and, and, and you know, and... Um, the, fu- the top guy and stuff like that. These are, like, some of his main rogues, yeah. and he's just not worried about them? Well... Like, it just felt a little too quick for me, that's all. You know, like, and I understand what it's doing. This is a one issue gap to get them the next. No, one but he said this is the only way they'll stay out of my reach is if someone finds them first. Right, he's going to yeah. get them. Right. Well, or yeah. not, but he's showing other people getting to him first. Right. So but, like, yeah, they did. They got right. checkmate and, and the outsiders. Yeah, got him first. No, I know. But um, 
So I don't know. I mean, it's just. I mean, the thing is that I love to have Wade back, and I and it was great, and and the, the scenes with Iris were fantastic, and the little hint of the future in her eye was was a nice touch. And, yeah, you know, that was yeah. well done. Um, and I love the 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 JSA style preview of what's to come. Right. You know, towards the end, which is well, that's not what's to come. This is the future. Well, yeah, well, that's what's to come. Right, but not, it's not going to come in the book. No, I know, but it's, it's someday. Right, yeah, yeah. You know. So, right. who's the regular artist on the book? Do you know? Daniel Kuna from Justice Green Lantern. Really? Yeah. I really liked him on Green Lantern, but mm-hmm. like after looking at the Carl Kershaw stuff, why don't they hire him? Does he not want to do it? I don't know. Because you, is this a Batman suit coming out of a ring? Yes. It's fascinating. Oh, oh, yeah. So, anyway, whatever. I mean, like, it's, I did not like it. I mean, I, I still enjoyed it. I love to have Wally back, and you know, my favorite Flash. I love to have Wade back on it. It's just that I really liked Kershaw. I think these. And I, I think, really liked, you know, like, and I really thought it would be. A I think those kind of transition issues I, are really hard to to hit a hundred percent because there's so much, like, because you know what the end point is, and right. so you, the story doesn't necessarily get to evolve organically. Don't get me wrong. Had it been Kershaw for the whole issue, it would have been an epic comic. Yeah. Yeah, but and, I mean and, that's the thing. And, but and it wasn't, it and wasn't. that's where personally I become a victim of my own expectations, right? Because that's what I wanted, right? And that, and I don't feel as if I got it. So, so. we're we're uh, continuing on with our week of complete and utter discordance among our our thoughts. <laughs> well, in terms of I ex- think it's, I think we're going to go all the way through like this. This well, is going to be awesome. In terms of expectations, until we get well, to we, here. Now we can't get we can't get one that says you guys all think that because yeah. not yeah. once. Well, in terms of ex- expectations, I bought three books associated with World War Hulk. And when I sat down my stack, I said, I'm going to be hick- sick of Hulk punching things. <laughs> Were you? And no, I loved every page. <laughs> <laughs> so I, br- I bought World War Hulk number two, I bought The Avengers The Initiative, and I bought World War Hulk X-Men. I'm shocked. Um, <laughs> I, I said this when, I, when, Hulk, when World War Hulk came out. Yep. Um, I'm looking at the Hulk as a big, dumb summer movie. Yep, and I'm just gonna ride it out and enjoy it for what it is. If I think about it too hard, it sucks. Yep. And I, I've already thought about it too harder than I want to because I already <laughs> see the things that suck well, about it. It doesn't help that you have me yelling at you <laughs> all day long. Really, yeah, all day. Long. Oh, it was. I've, I was having a hard time. He really doesn't myself. like this, but what? I'm enjoying it for what it is. It's stupid. There's no logic to most of what happens. They're they're painting themselves to a corner that there's no way that. I'm, I'll be shocked if they get out of it in a satisfying in a satisfying way. That looks good. Um, I just showed him the Malieve Halo page. Because All right, let's so stay on topic. Uh, All right, <laughs> but like the art's really good. It's 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 an exciting book, but you know. Well, so so now so, so, so now what we got is we got issue two of World War Hulk. Hulk is in New York. They've evacuated all eight million people of New York, and now all this supposedly all is left. Well, except New York. for the people that wanted to that, stay. Yeah, exactly. I'm so mad, but I'll give you 24 hours. <laughs> and apparently, all that's left is is the heroes and the Hulk and his warbound. And so they take on the, they take on the, the the first wave of heroes. Right. And then he fights the Fantastic Four. She Hulk and Thing. And yeah. Problem. Uh, t- talk about what you like. Yeah. Because I have I have some points. I think it was the art. The art's fantastic. Yeah, he did. There was the a, it was Hulk a good thing fight. Was fantastic. The was, art was better than the last issue, which was kind of good. Yeah, later. well, yeah. still, I still think that if you look at the guy who inked Ramita on uh, the Eternals, Danny Mickey, the 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 Jansen art inked up, but they they meshed better this time than the last yeah. issue. Definitely. Did Jansen not do the Eternals? I thought Jansen did the Eternals. No, Danny so. Mickey. Did oh, he the did. Eternals. Oh, interesting. Fascinating. He's getting better with these issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I and I, I liked it purely for the points that you made, Connor. That it's a fun romp and it's people, it's Hulk smashing and people fighting and stuff. Before like that. you get into your long thing, which I've heard already, I know it's long, so I'm gonna wait for a second. It's long. We don't have a lot of time. <laughs> um, this is the least scary Hulk and crew 
like we were promised this they were coming for blood right yeah. they're coming down and he's on a bow of a ship and they're all angry and he, they, they're gonna get revenge well, for the whole planet and he, you know it's like me coming to you and I'm gonna kill you Ron and I punch you once and eh, that's alright like well, I am, I'm, he's not actually coming for blood I don't know about that I thought he, kicked, I thought he pretty much kicked ass wherever he came okay or... this story has no consequences we know exactly how it's going to end. If he's the angriest and maddest and most rageful he's ever going to be, this is this is how this is the plot for World War Hulk. Superhero comes up and says, "No, Hulk!" And then there's a bunch of smoke, and then in the end he holds the lifeless body. But it's not really lifeless because he doesn't kill them because apparently right. he's got enough control for that. A, this should have been rageful Hulk. This shouldn't be Gladiator Hulk or whatever. He's too smart. It's not like it's not mad. And then so what we do now is okay. This started off on a bad foot for me because the very first thing they do is sacrifice Black Bolt. Black Bolt, who they've been building up for years to be one of the most powerful, like, top-of-the-tier characters in Marvel. And, and he's taken out in two pages like in the first bitch. issue. And, and off-camera, off off-panel, yeah, yeah. off, off oh, yeah, yeah. And so then, like, the next issue is, is She-Hulk. And some smoke goes, and then, oh, he took her down. And then The Thing, Thing and yep. some smoke goes. And this is all this is to me. This is not a story. And I'm looking, and I go, I have three more issues of this <laughs> to have everything end in the status quo? F that. And we know how it's going to end. It's going to be the friggin' Sentry. <laughs> and, and this is pissing me off, too, because what we've got is Marvel trying to convince us that Sentry matters. And no one thinks the Sentry matters. Right, yeah. They're trying to say that, no, Sentry is the Superman of the Marvel Universe. And he's not, because he has no history. He has no legacy. And apparently he, he has and a lakeside house. No one likes him. <laughs> How did that happen? He's and so, a good realtor. Like, they're going to shoehorn the idea that the Sentry... And it's just like, this issue to me was like, okay, there's a fight at the beginning and a fight at the... Be- and there's no stakes for me. Yeah, I can, see that. I can see that. You I know where this issue turned for me was was he finally gets his hands on hands on Reed. Yeah, Reed is like the mastermind. Tony's number one. Reed's one A. Yeah, he hates those two more than any of them. Yeah. he finally gets his hands on Reed. Reed's still breathing at the end. I don't right. understand why everybody's like this was a great fight. I, it's two pages of splash pages of people. No, I but think there's it's, nothing it's a good interesting about fight. the fight. I mean, you're right. It's good looking, fine, but, but I want a story for God's sakes. And this is my fault. You you know you said you thought about it too hard. I guess I'm thinking about it too hard, and this is why I'd never like the Hulk. It's because there's no, I, well, there's that's, no I think that's, stakes. I think that's obvious because the Hulk's usually all stakes. This is this is this is I unusual guess. because well, I mean, I, I mean, the point Hulk. for me with the Hulk is that is that the Hulk has always been it's been the 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 intelligence and the and the morals and the balance of, of Bruce Banner yeah. combined with the rageful Bruce Wayner doesn't have anything to do with this apparently. Bruce well, Banner, sort of, that's Bruce what Wayne. I meant. I, um, I know, I know, um, and that. And that in this case, Banner is completely gone, and it's and it's and it's mm-hmm. a or he's so repressed, and it's just this gladiator style Hulk who just but he's, he's, he's not the, angry; he's completely he's irrational. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no, exactly. But the, and the thing is that what they're trying to do is they're trying to chill, you know by using the She Hulk, by using Rick Jones, by using yeah. the, the, the 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 point of the century and stuff like that. They're trying to chisel at whatever weaknesses he but, has. And I guess what's happening is that he no, hang on, is that he's yeah. he's not falling for it. But then he's not falling for it, and he's just kind of like you said, flicking him aside, and then moving on to the next. Right, challenge. but it's been yeah, yeah. two issues yeah. of that, and and then there's no, there's been no escalation. It's like next, fling, yeah. fling, fling, fling. Oh yeah. look, they're they're lying limp by my side. Then the last page of this is a supposed cliffhanger where mortal old man uh, Thunderbolt Ross yeah. with a bunch of helicopters. How many times has the Hulk beaten that over the years? Yeah. Like, where's this? Is that supposed to, like? You need to raise the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Black Bolt should have been at the end. 
Well, that's because you're because you're, you're no, no, no. But I mean, been, there's a certain degree. Black Bolt, no, the, the thing is, I know they've been building up Black Bolt to a certain degree. Black Bolt doesn't matter in the Marvel universe because he's always kind of off to the side, and I'm not surprised they did that. But he, but you know, and like story wise, if they right. had waited to the, even, I don't care if he beats him or not. I don't have a problem with that. But if they had waited to the end to be like. Like he just beat the army, and then he beat. Like you've got this. The, the challenges have got to be. They've got to increase, like and they're not. Game. It's like a video game. Yeah. It's like here's this boss and this boss, and they're all as hard. And then this boss is Thunderbolt Ross and some helicopters. Yeah. Who thinks that they're gonna have a chance? So well, what's the? Then we'll see. I mean, but so then that said, did you did you like Avengers: The Initiative? Eh, I can take it or leave it. Yeah, I mean that it was kind of an in between. You know, yeah. Kind of what's it? The word thought, in the streets. That's that's. Heading down. Well, the, 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 the well, the art. Why the art is just getting worse and worse. Um, not worse and worse. I just yeah. are me liking less and less. Um, but the, I mean, the, the concept of, of putting it in the back. What I do like is the the integration uh, into the greater story. You know, where it exists within Hulk, but it's not integral to it, and you know that kind of deal. I can say like, this has been for me. This is the most interesting part of World War Hulk because this is what's going on in the background. Right. People who have to deal with it. I really like that. Uh, I don't know that I liked so much that they made Hardball into like I oops I it was my fault I inadvertently ruined the whole thing which right. I don't know felt like it wasn't real but it fit it did not make sense it was logical. Uh, I, uh, what did I, there was who where Thor girl come from? She's been around. Yeah, but she hasn't been like I saw this she on the boards She's too. People I know, but like yeah. she's been on this team the whole time. It's the fourth issue. It's the first time they've yeah, been like. Well, yeah. There's there's um, whatever. But so then, but also, I read World War Hulk X Men, which was just Hulk versus the X Men, which was just like, like you said, stupid, stupid, mindless fun, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, luckily, it's only three issues and runs two or three, so this is you know. <laughs> like, much, so, the problem but, is how much I think I can handle it because I'm only buying Hulk and World yeah. War Hulk. I don't know if it, how many issues of that can there be though. Yeah, no, I mean that's this a, could have been a forty-eight page special. Yeah, yeah. and, and like, I could see, I could see that. I five issues of World War Hulk. Yeah. I really don't know if I'm gonna buy the next one. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I can definitely, I definitely see that point. But the thing is, where you know, and it's completely grown up in Marvel and grown up with the Hulk and stuff. stuff like, I mean, like as a kid, I had a little Hulk cup that I drank out of most of the time, stuff like that. Like it's just fun. You know, like and, it's, and, and the thing and is, I, it's I the feel like this, this isn't the yeah, Hulk. It is. Yeah, this it's, isn't, it's, yeah, it's just this some, isn't the yeah. Hulk though. That. That that was. I mean, if it was angry, not able to speak Hulk, that'd be, that'd be fun. But right, but, they, but you couldn't get to where you are with angry. But when you think about yeah, you the, can, he's not no. doing anything. No, I would love it. I think if he devolved into it a little more and went yeah. after his guys yeah. and yeah. just like something has to change, something has to yeah. go. And like if you think about when you think about Rage, look at look at the the Hulk movie. You know, like and I know that wasn't the greatest movie. But he was angry. Yeah, he was yeah. like, and I was like, that's mad. So yeah. Don't send me letters about it. I'm not going to like it. And your rage is Justice guy. League of America number 11 was also my co-pick of the week. Really? Well, yes. that's, and uh, here we are disagreeing with everything. Did I miss issue number 10? No. No. Okay, because I opened this, this issue and I was lost. It, this is a one-shot. Issue 10 was the end of the Lightning Saga. Right, and so how did so it, is, it opens up with, with Roy and... Uh, it's not continuing. It's a one-shot. You're just getting a, an adventure. Oh, need to be told where the door is, how to walk through it, and no, where to go out I, the other how, side. How did the, how did the Watergate Hotel fall on them? It doesn't make it's not That's important. Not the point. The important yeah. part is the character interaction. Right. It's a character study, and it's like this is you're in it, and this no, is what they're like. No, don't, don't get me don't get me wrong. It was it was really great to read. It was really good. Uh-huh. It just I didn't. I it took I, the setup. I I. Admittedly, I, I needed to be handed a little more in the setup because it, you know. Well, the only the, the yeah. setup is there's two people trapped in their building. That's right, which the, that's, that's all my god, ever well, That's all there you is. know. And you've yeah. read superhero comics enough to go, well, that's there's a reason that could happen, right? It's whatever. Yeah. That and that's not. That, why the only it's thing important. was that for a moment I thought a moment I got scared, thought I missed an issue. That's all I'm saying. No, the, yeah. the, the next issue, the, this issue, the next one, and I think the one yeah. after that, or just just the next one, are one shots. Yeah. Right. Okay. They're not going to be connected, so just get that ready for the next. All right. Month, that, yeah. I did not know that. I'm not as steeped in it. This was 
Awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it was great. Yeah. I, we're in the shop, and Connor hands it to me, points at Gene Ha's name, and then yeah. opens up the middle, and I was like, oh, yeah. Hallelujah! I mean, <laughs> it was good. Oh, I, I can concede that it was. It was, and the layouts were amazing. He's, oh, he's getting yeah. better. Yeah. And Gene Ha, just yeah. it just Gene Ha, like I don't. Can you imagine Gene Ha been writing, drawing this whole series. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, like the guy. I mean, like this is Maliv sort of level of really good it, and it just it, everything had a feeling I felt like it was closing in on me I noticed somebody told me later that like the panels got smaller and smaller yeah, and I hadn't yeah. realized it oh, yeah, no, but like I felt it as I was reading it's very claustrophobic right. oh. oh yeah I mean, that, I mean that's what I say and the layouts were as integral to the, to the, as the art was I thought it was I you know, they, it was, were, they were so yeah. textural and they were yep. beaten up and yeah. God, they made me. They made me care a little about uh, Marie. Uh, you know, which you know, yeah. it was difficult. Although I liked your inanimal man. Yeah, and the, the spinning pan, the spinning page was yeah. great. You the know, like, the flip around. Yeah, you did a really good job of, of really putting you in the collapsed building and caring about the characters that a lot of people don't care about. And you really, I was starting to get worried. I mean, you know they're going to come out, but yeah. still, you started to get tense. Like, I mean, I don't know if this because I'm claustrophobic, but. And, yeah. and and this is also another really good example of saying, well, we have this medium of the comic book. Let's. You know, let's let's try something else with it, which is something Bendis does a lot. But Meltzer, no, because Meltzer worships at the at the altar of Silver Age comics. So to see him do this, yeah. it's like, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, no, I, 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 other than just being disoriented, which I think was probably the point, right. um, and not knowing what to expect, whatever that the execution and everything was just the writing great. It was and very, it was very, spectacular. Very and yeah, so, um, all right, cool. But it, so if you didn't get Justice League of America, you know where you can pick it up? You can pick it up at Jim Hanley's Universe. Jim Hanley's Universe is one of um, the best and most progressive comic book stores around. Um, they've got a great selection of comic titles and, and comic merchandise. Um, they've got stuff from ma- the mainstream comics to the manga to the minis to the indie stuff. Um, Jim Hanley's Universe has it all. So next time you're in New York City, um, go to the place where art and literature meet at Jim Hanley's Universe. Uh, they've got two locations. They're located, the first one's, or one of them is located in <laughs> Manhattan, right across the street from the Empire State Building on 33rd Street. And the other one's on Staten Island at 325 New Dorp Lane. Um, and if you're online, uh, head over to jhuniverse.com or uh, head over to their MySpace page at myspace.com slash Jim Hanley's Universe, all one word, and be their friend. And they're, uh, yeah, go awesome. friend them. Yeah, go friend them. And it's an awesome place to, um, to shop. And, uh, uh, and if, you, if you can't get to the city but you've been looking for something uh, that's hard to find, order. something rare, something indie that you can't find in your area, they've got everything and they will, they will send it to you. Just call them or, or write an email. Uh, yeah. They will take care of you. Yes. Okay, so those so many books is yeah, I this literally when I sat down to read them I, I this, it's, when your stack is heavy you've got, you know you've yeah. got, you're in for a long night yeah, where it exactly. takes up a discernible space in the bag yeah you're in for a long night so there's a couple that we didn't want to get too in depth about but we wanted to quickly discuss um, so let's dive right into uh, checkmate number sixteen. Um, it was great. It was great again, but I, I was just laughing because it was just like after the horrific events of the, of the crossover and I was like oh well she got better. In, ter- in terms of Sasha, and Sasha's they explain it that the nanobots heal her and stuff like that, but it was again she, she was, was getting better. She was getting tortured. Right. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. was that's yeah. Why he, Well, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about this character. I don't, don't know her from. I don't yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's happened to her since yeah. she was in Detective Comics. But like, but the thing is, she's, she's her body is healing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her body is healing. But what about her soul? <laughs> so yeah, no. But I thought it was no. The bat stuff was great. I thought the stuff with fire and ice, which was if you read Justice League, was great. And then. Just, just. I mean, it's, I just love this book. I am, yeah, I am, great. 
I am turning into a Mr. Terrific fan. Is, he's in oh, great. Yeah. I love Mr. Terrific. Mm-hmm. I want, I want, I want him to have a book, or I want him to be. I'm so Rejects glad that, that yeah. he's in two right now. Yeah. I'm very happy about yeah. it. Although it is my tiniest little thing in the world, uh, Doctor Midnight's owl is really throwing me off. Yeah, it's just like I'm like oh, it yeah. just always yeah. looks out of place. It's all puffed up and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, so checkmate was great. Checkmate um, sixteen. Ca- uh, Captain America twenty eight. Initially, I didn't want to talk about Captain America on the show, but I didn't think that we could avoid it. Um, but because I wasn't that in- in excited by this book, I thought it was kind of filler. Yeah. Really, I thought it was kind of lame to build up the letter and then leave us on a cliffhanger. Although I do love the cl- cliffhangers, but like, <laughs> as it, I, I feel as if I feel as if the Captain America ever since the the, the shooting of Cap, it's been. It's been good, not so good, good, not so, you know, this is... Like the, the Star Trek yeah, movies. Star Trek movies, exactly. Yeah, I, so. I, I, yeah. I, again, I think it's really yeah. a case of reading it in issues versus trades, unfortunately. I think it's being written as a long story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. And, I've, and just because I had read the first half of the series in trades, and it reads really well yeah. like that, and it is a little more stop-starty here. Yeah. Well, I think that maybe, is that a consequence of the different chaptering he's doing now? With, like, every two pages or so, it's a different chapter? Yeah, it chapter. could be. I don't know. I just, I just, I felt as if nothing really... Stuff happened, but stuff also didn't happen. So I don't know. Just, and I and and of course, I really want to know what's in that letter. Well, I mean, that's that's, that's what gets you reading. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> here's who killed Cap. Here's what happened with Karen, and here's what's in the letter. Yeah. All in one issue. Yeah. And Don't ever read anymore. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, whatever. The letter so. was a great scene, though. It was a good scene. Yeah, I know. How bad yeah. do you want to know? I, I just know. want Tony to start drinking. Yeah. I want him to spiral to the bottom from this. Don't you think he should? Yeah. I'm. I love this. There's book. nowhere for it to go. No, and don't get me wrong. Again, it was good, but I just felt as if it was. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't have this like last issue. I thought was awesome. Was so uh, lights out great. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. Um, so we a couple of weeks ago we were joking about when the last Shazam issue was going to come out. Shazam: by The Monster Society of Evil. Yeah, so it finally came out. Josh decided not to buy it. I was in the store and yeah. I went, you know what? I had six bucks. I didn't like the last two. Woohoo! Apparently, I won. You. It was awful. Um, I didn't. Th- no, no. Let me, let me preface that. Let me be more specific. Overall. The miniseries yes. was not good. Yes, this issue itself was better than the last yes, two. Yes, that's exactly what I would say. Yes, um, this issue was was not as good as the first one, but not as bad as the middle two. But overall, the series was a big waste yes. of time. I agree, um, which is a shame because this is my first exposure to Jeff Smith. Oh, you never read? Oh no, and it no, makes don't, me don't, not want to no. pick a bone. No, 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 don't trust us. Don't, no, don't. Yeah. Right. And just, you know what? His next. His next project is coming out too. I, w- I mean, you, you should know. Get on the that disappointing early. thing about this is we, we, it was announced in two thousand one. Was yeah. it two thousand one at the con? Three. So all right, so four years in the making, and he had three of them done, and yeah. then the last one not. I didn't yeah. feel like the art was like. Uh, he's oh, really, really good at drawing the kids and the animals, but the Captain Marvel stuff like was very stiff. Yeah. The big double plate splash where he's punching the monster is kind of like he's going, like, "Hello, I'm standing here. and I'm going to tap you with my fists." Like. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just overall I didn't know what the point was. I didn't quite understand what the story was. Admittedly it is a letdown, but I was I was I enjoyed this issue more than like, the last one. Like, like was said. it for kids or was it for adults? It yeah. was it sort of straddled the line and didn't it didn't really. It was yeah. just what did, I mean what did you do you yeah. disagree or no? What? No, yeah. I I think you're I think you're very accurate in that. Right. Yeah. I don't feel like I need to finish it, which is kind of interesting. I, don't, I, I, I would like my eighteen dollars back. <laughs> so I giggled in the store when I saw a supervillain team up Modox eleven. Yeah, I kinda of, I always thought there was no way you were gonna not buy that. <laughs> and I wish I didn't. Was I was like, talk about like it could have been such a fun and I was just like, This is just crap. Um <laughs> Who wrote it? maybe it will get better. Um Wait, so, whoa, 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 it's continuing? Yeah, it's, it's five and issues. And you'll keep yeah. buying it even though you're No, it. I don't know. I don't think I will. Uh, Fred Van Lente, and drawn by Fran- Francis Portella. Um, 
Yeah, it just was very disappointing. Are they but, robbing a casino in it? No, but he's putting together like a team of supervillains to, to, to do it. Was it very reverential of old Marvel villains? No, it or? wasn't. And the artist was like ripping off Steve McNiven. It was just, it wasn't very yeah. good. But, um, but yeah, he is. Wow. The, what, the, the influence to getting this, not only my love of MODOK, but there was a Marvel Adventures that came out in 2006 that I saw recently that where, and Marvel Adventures is the non continuity kids yeah, line. Yeah. Where you bought the the Greg Argyle one? I bought the Greg Argyle one that with, Spider, with Spider Man. That was great. That Peter David. David wrote that. Yeah, but um, but in this one, I don't know how. I didn't read the issue. I saw, um, but it was um, uh, Wolverine, Captain America, Iron Man, stuff like that, got all turned into Modox. <laughs> and it, was just, it was just hysterical. So they're all with the, with the big heads and the little eyes in their costumes. He's, like he's was, waving his arms yeah, around stiffly. At his it was side great. Right now. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so. I, I wanted to really quick because uh, we like to buy some different things every once in a while. I picked up Zero Killer Number One from Dark Horse by Arvid Nelson and Matt Arvid. 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 He's the guy who did. That's what happened to him. He's the guy who did uh, Rex Mundy, which a lot of people oh, like, and I haven't ooh. had a chance to. I remember read. the first trade. That's pretty good. Um, and so much like it. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and like the thing is, I was like, okay, I gotta make sure that I give other stuff a chance, and I'm looking for it. Uh, basically, it's a lot like DMZ. It's post-apocalyptic. New York is flooded. There are oh. gangs. Is Will Smith there? Um, no, but there's a mysterious spunky girl. Is Kurt Russell and, there? And then he may be <laughs> later. Uh, the, the 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 art in this is fantastic. It's yeah. all these shots of Manhattan wrecked and flooded. It's beautiful. Uh, the thing that stands out most uh, is Dave Stewart's colors. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. book um, in that way. But I found. Are you going to keep doing it or no? Because this could this could kind of be like scalped, where you pay in the first issue, drop it, and then like yeah, really no, it's really possible. About well, it. it's the same thing I was talking about earlier with the order. Yeah. Is that it? Could, you know, it could. So far, this concept is really, really rote right now, and oh, yeah. it feels it feels like a combination of DMZ and something else I've read. It's tough because it's I like, like what that post-apocalyptic Do- Des Moines, Iowa story. Yeah, it's good. Like, somewhere else. Somewhere. I'm really but over post-apocalyptic stories right now. It's it, it's tough because it, how you know with so many books that there are so many books out there, so many books that you're committed to for a long-term mm-hmm. basis to give a new book a shot and give it the time that it needs to develop. Because yeah. I, I bet you, I mean, like we talked about Preacher, you know, I mean, if you were reading it, Preacher and Issues, the, fir- the first trade of the first issue of Preacher, I know a lot of people who dropped it. Fables, you know what I mean? Yeah. You drop, you know, like so. I, dr- I dropped, I dropped Bendis's Daredevil. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. So it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think that so it's fascinating. You know, it's, again, I said this last week with Tech Jansen. The production on this book is awesome. Oh, do you? Have the, I want to see that. Actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to you later. <laughs> um, but like, we're big, doing the big show. Page, look, like, look, just like, look at it. It's, it's Ooh, beautiful. Nice. I mean, like, nice. yeah. they're putting all the love into this book, and I, I don't, I don't know. It's just and then you like, got to come and pee on it. Yeah. <laughs> He actually, I did, hate he actually did pee on it. I hate this book stinks. I hate to say it. it I don't even know if it stinks. It was just like no, because you peed is. on it. It sounds oh. like urine. Right. Yeah, right. I wouldn't. It's kind of gross. Move along. Right, so I don't know. It got weird. No, he didn't pee on it. That's right. So that's the week. So this, this week's books are in the bag now. <laughs> and what are they brought to us by? Uh, they're brought to you by the Netflix, which is a place to go for movies. Netflix.com. Over seventy-five thousand movie titles. There's no late fees. There's free shipping. You basically go there and you put the movies on a list and they send them to you free and you send them back and you keep as long as you want. It's fast delivery. The majority of the shipments are uh, fast, apparently. <laughs> they are. No, I, re- I returned a movie yeah, on Monday. Yeah, you did. You got it one day, yeah. And I got it, the next movies were back in my, in my well, mailbox on Tuesday. our regional center is in Flushing. My, mine was in White Plains, yeah. So it's really? very close. Well, yeah. So if you go to www.netflix.com slash iFanboy, there's a two-week free trial offer and they offer... Um, Plan starting as low as four ninety nine a month. So awesome. go there, check it out. We all love it. I, uh, what do you got? I have uh, the Good Shepherd, and I have uh, Iron Giant, which I've still never seen. Oh, I love that movie. And oh. I have uh, Diner. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, I know I have Scanner Darkly, and I forget the other two that just came in. Yeah, I've had mine for two weeks, and I've got um, Pan's Labyrinth, which is just like, I know it's going to be four. I'm going to have to sit down and read. I know, I haven't watched it yet. (laughs) And I have two discs of Gone with the Wind. I don't even know how that happened. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, do you like that movie? I love Gone with the Wind. I've never seen it. It's like the most financially successful movie of all time. It's amazing. It is. Um, Email time. Anyway, all right, so let's dive right into the email. So um, Matthew writes in, and he says, please help with all this scroll business. For fear of being laughed, laughed out of the geekosphere for not knowing this, who slash what are the That's scrolls? Ironic. Who slash what are the scrolls, and how are they connected to the Marvel universe? Oh. I'm super enjoying all four Avengers titles, four if you count Illuminati, and I'm getting the sense that some really cool integration is taking place across a lot of books: the Avengers, all the initiative stuff, Nova Annihilation, World War Hulk. But I feel like I'm missing some essential information, which would make my enjoyment from super to mind blowing. So please, if you would, the scrolls. This is topical. Very topical because the scrolls are gearing up to be the big event of Marvel, the big thing that happens in the in the Avengers books in the, the Marvel. Oh seven, oh eight to probably yeah, exactly. take us through. Um, You're the expert. I don't know much about the this. scrolls. They shape shift. The scrolls are an alien race. They were first introduced in Fantastic Four, and they were primarily Fantastic Four villains uh, initially in the '60s. They are um, shapeshifters. What happened was in the first story, they were impersonating the Fantastic Four, and 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 they were subverting the Fantastic Four image to try to figure out a way to take over the the Earth. Mm-hmm. And Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four busted them, turned the the four scrolls into cows. Then um, then, then later, uh, the the basically the other big alien race, the Kree, the, Mar- the Kree, in the 70s. basically the they're the they're the warring. Tribes, it's, the, the Kree Scroll War. If you had to big... compare the the Palestine Israel conflict yeah. to the Marvel Universe, that's the Kree Scroll War. They're or, always kind of warring, or the Hatfields uh, and the McCoys. Right. right. <laughs> um, and so, and so, the, the one of the things that came out of the Scrolls is that there was a Scroll called the Super Scroll, which had all four of the Fantastic Four powers. Um, and then the Scrolls have always just whenever the, whenever Marvel goes cosmic, it's the Shi'ar out of the X Men universe, the Kree, um, which kind of come out of the Avengers. The scroll uh, Captain Marvel was a Kree. Mm-hmm. Um, then the scrolls came out of Fantastic Four. So and the scrolls they look kind of green and they've got dermatology problems on their chin. Yeah, their chin's all wrinkly and they got pointy ears. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and for some reason they always want to take over Earth. They're, 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 the scrolls are a warring a warring race of people that always want dominion. Well, they're, 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 they got the chicks here. They yeah. colonize. They, yeah. they go yeah, exactly. They, they take and over. so other hooks into the other hooks in the Marvel universe. Um, uh, Hulkling on Young Avengers is half is half Kree half Skrull. Uh, there's a scroll. There's a super no a scroll on Runaways. Runaways. Yep. Uh, like uh, so. Frank Gorshin Star Trek. There was yeah, a exactly. uh, half white. There was a scroll in Marvel Team Up. Uh, oh, the Freedom Ring story. Oh, I try to mm-hmm. I try to forget that one. <laughs> anyway, but um, um, so yeah, so the scrolls were just so if you if you wanted to read one good story, Kree really, Scroll, Scroll War, Kree Scroll War, Kree Scroll War. I think it's, it's an Avengers. Much, it's an Avengers. Well, most book, recently, yeah. the Avengers Illuminati story. Well, when yeah, he's reading I mean, that, I mean, he doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, he, that, wants that, he wants some history on the yeah. Kree Scroll. If War. you read the Avengers the Illuminati, that's pretty good. Kree Scroll War, and then um, and just anytime scrolls are in Fantastic Four, it's just okay. kind of you know that's kind of a good one to check out. Yeah. So all right, Russell or Rusty from Williamsburg, Brooklyn says. I have some questions about the Eisner Awards. M- many people believe that the Grammys are worthless and irrelevant, the Tonys are too self-inclusive, and that politics and cast drive the Academy Awards rather than attention to quality and integrity. That said, how do you feel about the Eisner Awards? Are the nominees really the best of the best? Are the winners the cream of the crop? Have you seen any serious or glaring oversights the past years? He's also from Ithaca, where we went to school. Woot! <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, no, I don't think it's driven by... I'm always, like, the... 
it's funny. It's a small panel of people of judges. Know, there, five there, or six people. Yeah, it's, like, we we had some insight because we were James Syme from Isotope, who we're friends with, was on the panel this year. Yeah. So so we learned a lot about how that works. Um, they to that panel takes it very seriously. Yeah, they they, do. they hold held, uh, they hold up in a hotel room in San Diego for three or four days, and they poured over comics like you wouldn't believe, and they truly do try to pick the best of the best. Who the people. No, I, I'm agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who the people want want to who who then gets voted on? I know there's a problem in that regard because a lot of the retailers have not have ballots and a lot of them just don't fill it out and send it in. Yeah. So it's it's how the the deci- decision of the winners. I'm so it's sure the nominees. There's a lot of there's a lot of integrity in the nominee process. Yes. When you get to the winner circle, is the problem. Yeah. In theory. And the other thing is, you know, like a couple of movies come out every week. You know how many of those are going to be worthy of really much praise, or you know, comic books are coming out from everybody, and there's like there's a, there's a ton of comic books, yeah. and and because it's I think five or six people on a nominating committee, you know, they they can cover a lot of ground, but everybody's going to feel like oh you missed there's always this, something and left it's, out, and yeah. it's so objective. You I know, mean, subjective. The awards, yeah, awards things like that are so tough. I mean, like, and it's and it's it's a challenge. I you mean, know what they they do always do they do a fantastic job on the. Uh, it's not called this anymore, but talent is having wider recognition. Yeah, they got rid Every of that time one. they got rid of that category. They actually they got rid of it this year, and it was that panel because because yeah. it was it's kind of dickish. It's like <laughs> no. is the talent worthy of more recognition? It's like well, you're good, but nobody really knows. Well, they so changed well, change the name or whatever, yeah. but that one it, those yeah. books are always. But you know, it also says like, what does it mean for the losers? Like you don't yeah. deserve recognition, <laughs> you know? Like so no, but you're right. It, and they do they do a good job of and like for example, like you know, uh, I know it comes as no surprise, but like they they this year is the first year they introduced the manga section, mm-hmm. and and Cup Noodle was the leading nominee yeah. and that whole thing. You know, do you really know ago, if it's leading? I have no idea. Tweeting <laughs> in um, our hearts and our minds. Yeah. But what's interesting about the Eisners, though, is that historically, like we, you know, they happen in San Diego. The Friday night, the whole industry pretty much goes. We don't normally go. I think you guys went one we year, were, and it was yeah, kind of boring. Yeah. Although they are making an active, um, they are making an active effort to step it up. And like this year, uh, Jane Weedland from the Go Go's is handing out the awards when she's like the award presenter. Uh, and Thomas, was she like the bass player for the band? Or no, she's the guitar. She's the spunky oh, guitar. I don't, the, know. The, the, like, I don't know. Oh, you know Jane? Oh, she's so cute from the Go Go's. Oh, she's the one that was on went crazy on that VH1 show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's supposedly a lot of fun. Thomas Lennon and Ben Grant from Reno 911 are presenters. Really? Yeah, there's a shitload of like celebrity presenters this year. And so I really think over the next couple of years, they're going to try to make the Eisners kind of a bit more important than... Uh, than Josh Langman yeah. was very clubbish. It was <laughs> yeah. very like, you know... It was just a bunch of people we didn't know, like, and now the Inkpot Awards. And it was really dry, and we were sitting yeah. behind Marv Wolfman, and he had a big Wolverine shirt on. It was just weird. Right. No, so, uh, I mean, they are trying to change... They're trying to get it, more It was times. really dry. It felt like, yeah. like it may as well have been, like, the Paper Merchants Awards. Like, it just... Yeah. There was not much personality. So that's that's the ice. We think they're pretty cool. We, we think they're pretty... Yeah, I mean, I, I always... The next day, I'm, I want to know who won. And, and, to and, look through the nominees and the winners, I, there's rarely things on there that you're like, oh, it's not like the Wizard Award, you know. Yeah. Like the only time I ever felt disappointed was I thought Pedro and me should have was never nominated. I thought that should have been nominated. I think this year didn't Alan Moore get screwed of all people? I think he did. So, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. Lost Girls in Gaming. Lost Girls didn't got Best Production, like just packaging. Oh. Yeah, which is which is true, but yeah. So yeah, yeah. So if you've got an email, send it to contact at ifanboy.com. So yeah. 
Okay, uh, and if you uh, want to get any of those books you hear about uh, of talent who deserve wider recognition, whatever they call it now, uh, check at ComicHole.com, which is your best solution for discounted comics and trades. We've got all new Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Image uh, books, uh, issues at 40% off. Uh, in addition to current comics, they've got a great selection of trades and, and hardcovers. Those are all 30 to 50% off, and there's more stuff coming in all the time. Uh, so go to ComicHole.com, uh, let them know uh, that iFanboy sent you. Uh, they're good. Thanks. Excellent. So, um, all right, so let's dive into the voicemail. Uh, we got one voicemail this week. and We got uh, more than one. We got more, yeah, we got, we're featuring one on the yes. show this week. Um, Can we do this later? <laughs> and it's actually something that um, I was just talking about recently. Hey, this is Jeff from Texas. Um, I am a huge Michael, J. Michael Straczynski fan ever since he started on Amazing, and that was my first exposure to him, besides from Babylon 5. And then uh, I was in the comic book store the other day, and I picked up Rising Stars just on a whim. Took it home, read it in a night, like off and on throughout the whole day, and went on Amazon immediately when I finished it and ordered the next two trades. And I'm wondering how I missed this. Uh, and I was wondering if there are any other gems that, that you've picked up like that where you, you know, were kind of late on the boat on them and you picked them up and you were like floored by how fucking awesome they were. So, uh, yeah, let me know. Bye. Well, you want to know how we missed it. Uh, you're about to find out. <laughs> well, the reason why I've been talking about it recently is because my brother-in-law, uh, who's not and doesn't read comics, he's a fairly normal guy, fell in love with Heroes this season. Wait a minute. We're not... I'm, yeah, like, I, I let that no, go. No, no, no. But I mean, you know, <laughs> I know I'm not going to get into his personality. You know him. I'm sorry. I'm assuming, you know, but I'm just trying to generalize he, yeah. it. For he doesn't read comics. He's a guy. Knows. He's a guy. And um, and he loved Heroes. And he's saying, is there, you know, what's really like this? And I want, really wanted to recommend to him Rising Stars, but I didn't. <laughs> and the reason why is because Rising Stars was fucking awesome in that first eight eight issues. Yep. It's eight. Number nine was the one. And then it goes to hell. And the reason why you haven't heard about it is a combination of it goes to hell quality-wise and also because J. Michael Straczynski and Mark Silvestri and Top Cow got into an argument. And it didn't come out for two years. It didn't come out for a year. And what happened was, and why we're laughing about it, is because those first eight came out, and remember we were ravenous for it? We were, we were in college, we like, this is the best book ever! This, this is, is amazing! This is Modern superhero, this is the Watchmen! And like, and, yeah. and then it was like a year until the next issue came out, and then it was like three and months that was like the a, And that was like a wrap-up, of the, it oh. skipped ahead, and then it got very strange. I really don't think that the ending was bad, but I... No, but I think by the time it, it took too long to get to it. It was, it was, there was so much negative vibes around it, and they yeah. switched artists around a lot, and they had a really bad production problem for a while where the art got just almost muddy. black muddy. and yeah. muddy yeah. and horrible they finally brought on Brent Anderson of Astro City he was always to, on it to clean it no no, no there was a guy no, in the middle who was very oh right oh Christian right, right. oh I remember the middle one right. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know like, and it ended okay it's still a great idea it's everything but those first eight we know it's, what you feel the, like yeah. and I love I love hearing your enthusiasm because I know that feeling and I love that feeling right. so what other books have that you found that you that you know that you didn't know about that you well I Preacher was very much like that where yeah. I didn't read it when it came out and then when, when someone gave me the trades I was like jeez this is the best thing ever for, for me it was the it was the Giffen Justice Giffen yeah. Demetrius McGuire Justice League when I first got that I remember I was just like I was yeah. like this is amazing why did, like, why didn't you tell me about this earlier yeah. I've like, done this a lot recently <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean like I've been yeah. buying a lot more books but uh when Connor got me the Captain America books for Christmas, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I kept calling him yeah. like, "Why didn't I know about?" It even this? feels a fear agent fell into that. More Fe- that was my other one. Was fear, fear agent, agent definitely yeah. feels like that, and I was yeah. saying that. And then finally, well, uh, fear agent is very new. I'm talking about right, stuff no, that, yeah. this no, is like no, years. But no, fear, no, fear agent's yeah. been out for a couple of years. Right, but it's like his, well, his thing is like, Rising Stars was ten okay. years ago. Yeah, we yeah, all felt this one, Animal Man. Yes, recently, Animal Man. Just whoa, yeah. Where the hell did that come from? That was very, very good. Yeah, although, although the thing is, I had always known. 
Was there anything you came across you didn't even know? Like, Animal Man I always knew was really good. I just never got around to reading it. You, he never even heard, heard of Rising Stars. He, he, he accidentally right, bought it. That's a tough one. Hmm, Fear Agent, good. I guess, fits because... Fear Agent does. Yeah, as Josh drops his mic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. Um, I, think, I think for a lot of people... You know, for a lot of people, Invincible probably feels like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, in The Walking Dead, if you can get people to read it. A little it. bit. Scott yeah. Pilgrim did for me because I was so late to the game on it. You know, because I'd never even heard of it. Yeah, but that's I, was like, you know, that's what's I know it was recent. I know. Yeah, but no, yeah. that's what's great about comics what, yeah. is that there's so many, of these, so many of these great stories out there, like little landmines. I tell you what, it, what, what isn't. What? Sandman. <laughs> for our longtime listeners, you might be aware of the fact that I, I did a little quick report. We're going to talk about this more in a later show, but I am on volume seven of Sandman of how many? So I'm doing my homework. If you all so think he, re- he is reading, the backstory is yeah. Ron would never reach us, read Sandman. Doesn't want to. He made a deal. Made a deal with Josh. He yep. would read them. He's on trade six. I'm on trade seven. I just said six. Yeah. Yep. So so and you'll hear in a future show my thoughts. So anyway, so um, it's not going well. Oh no. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so thank you, Jeff, for writing in, and, and good luck with the rest of those trades. And, and where can he call us? And um, if you want to leave a voicemail, you can call one eight eight fanboys. That's one eight 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 three two six two six nine seven. All right, so this is our pre-San Diego Eve show, as it were. So this is going to come out to you people right before the convention. Right, as we are. We will be in San Diego when this comes out, actually. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah you we'll will. Just be, yeah, so. Um, we're going out to San Diego for the whole week, taking a little vacation, and then we're going to hit the con. Right. So we got a whole bunch of things we need to tell you all about. It's very moist in here. Um, I was hoping we'd get moist. <laughs> we're not going to talk about how it's hot anymore, but, but humidity. Look at my skin. Um, it's he's, glistening. He's, he's all fruity. Yeah, we have a uh, <laughs> bunch of events happening in San Diego. Uh, let's do the San Diego update. All right, so uh, let's go. First of all, we're going to have a party Friday night. Indeed. At the Club Basic or uh, bar, bar Basic? It's called, the place is called Basic, it's a, and the bar is Bar Basic. So um, it's 8 o'clock? It starts at 8 o'clock. Um, it's very basic there. First, um, first 60 or so people to come get free drinks. Or a free drink ticket. Free drink ticket, a ticket to get a free yeah. drink. You don't drink all night free. Let's right. be clear. Yeah, I don't so want to. Oh, you yeah. said we drink all night free, <laughs> and we got nothing. Good clarification. So you get a free drink ticket. And it's going to be us, us, and a Totally Rad Show, and yep. some other special guests will be there. And, yes, uh, and. Dignation star Alex Albrecht? And um, he <laughs> rolled his eyes at me. You couldn't see it. But you have to know because it's funnier that way. <laughs> and um, there's going to be a whole bunch of other folks coming to the party. Um, and I know for a fact the Eisners are that night as well. The Eisners end at ten thirty, and a lot of people know that this is kind of becoming the after party for the Eisners. So, or one of the after parties for right. the Eisners. So, or so we're saying. Right. So. so Thomas Lennon of Reno nine one one will be at our party, and Jane Weedland. She's yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Josh, you're going to be on a panel. I fanboy makes no guarantees about the presence of Thomas Lennon. <laughs> I am on a panel Thursday evening from 5.30 to 7. It's the Comics Podcasting One Year Later panel. Uh, last year we did a panel that was a whole lot of fun and was really successful. We had a bunch of different podcasters up there. Uh, we're going to do the same uh, with some different people and some of the same people. And we're going to talk about the state of podcasting, what it is to be a podcaster and how to do it. And, you know, we'll probably well, go off try, try to start from the how to do it because, it, because on Saturday, Saturday, Ron and I are on the Comics Podcasting one one panel, which is all about how to make your What if own we cover podcast. everything? And we'll be very angry. You will cover how the state of podcasting, and we'll step on your toes. And, um, and so, some <laughs> of the, on the same show, guys. Some of the guys from Comics News Insider will be on that panel yeah. with us as well, so um, it should be a good time. Saturday. So, it's Saturday, Saturday sometime on Saturday. Yeah, one thing. o'clock, maybe. It's I don't know. Suntress will be there. It's not noon. It's like no, one. It's not noon. I think it's one thirty. Yeah. No, he's coming to that panel. I know. Yeah. Um, we are going to try. We're going to try to do a live. That's Pick of the Week podcast. It's not definite. That's the big thing is that we really want to do a live one after we had such a great time in Charlotte. With San Diego, it's a little harder to find a place to do it. 
Um, we're working on where we can do it. So if you're interested in attending a live iFanboy show and you want to know if it's going to happen and where it will, go to iFanboy.com. We'll try to have that up. We're, we should know by Monday or Tuesday of this week. Right. So um, just another, keep an eye on iFanboy.com. Another way that we will uh, notify people is that we will be Twittering. Yes. The, if you go to Twitter.com slash iFanboy... Um, you can keep abreast of our movements throughout the con, as we'll be giving little short bursts of where we're where we're at, and where we're going. Up, you can get those on your on your on your cell phone as text messages. Yeah, if you go to twitter.com, you can sign up. You can become our follower, and um, you can stay. You can you can experience um, San Diego through our eyes via the internet, or creepily stalk us that way. Exactly. Yeah. So, In the know, bathroom, or, or look for us and ask us. Yeah, we'll yeah. be the ones. Well, that's the, the th- that's the thing. Is that for people people who are at the con, mm-hmm. you can use Twitter to get an idea of where we're going, yeah. um, where we're at. And for people who aren't at the con, you can kind of see what what you know. Can't wait till we get our first person in the back of the background of a shot, like going, "Hey, mom, hey." <laughs> in terms of the live show, we're going to aim for Friday. Yes. So if you see us Thursday or Wednesday night or Friday morning, you can ask us what we, we can tell I'm you. I have to carry my books around all day Friday. <laughs> Um, and you can spot us because we're going to have we'll be there with video cameras we're going to be very kind of obvious the mic so cube the, our mic cube look for that as well as you might recognize us by seeing us on the uh, on the video show right. um, and we're going to have stickers with us so if you see us come up the only way you'll get a sticker is if you come up and talk to us and we'll yeah. give you a sticker yeah, um, you got to earn those stickers and, and also dance boy and also <laughs> keep an eye out on ifanboy.com because there might be some announcements for some other things you can get at the con yeah. of the um, ifanboy type and last year we did weekly uh, daily shows yep. podcast from the con, which we are not going are to do this year because honestly they weren't that they good. they weren't that good. So um, so yeah, <laughs> it was so, us going. Oh, we're tired, and we saw so, this panel. But even if we don't do a live show, we will be doing a pick of the week show like this show yep. right. from San Diego that will come out Sunday night after the con. Yep. So um, also we're probably going to record the panels and put those out too. Yes. For yes. if you can't make it San Diego, you can still li- get a taste, live the magic. So. Yeah. <laughs> so San- and hopefully we'll survive. So and to make, make it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. I really am looking forward to this. Yeah, um, I really am. It'll be a lot cooler. I'm surprised. <laughs> I really shockingly. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a blast. So, all right, cool. So uh, make sure you go to ifanboy.com. There's a post at the beginning in, re- in the beginning of the page in red with all of the information um, for San Diego as well as the site. Just general. A lot of great conversation going on this week. Check out the pick of the week. See what everyone else thoughts here. You two are writing machines this week. We, hey man, it's good so, stuff, people. Yeah. So um, go to ifanboy.com. Uh, also, if you are a writer or an artist and you're looking for people to uh, work on stuff together, on the forums at Revision 3, uh, there is a thread. It's stickied at the top. I write, me, you write, draw, something like that. It's right at the top. That's the artist discussion thread. Go there. Uh, talk to some of the people around there and get some more projects going. Uh, there's been some great, talented people. You can email us at contact at ifanboy.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 1888-FANBOYS, which is 326-2697. You can do uh, you know, emails for the show or just to... Talk about what we talked about. You can about. do funny voices, skits, whatever. Yeah. And um, make sure you check out every Wednesday our video, our other show, our video show, comes out uh, Wednesday about 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, you can see that on ifanboy.com as well as revision3.com slash ifanboy. Um, and this week uh, we are going we back in the vault. Going back in the vault for some of our favorite comics. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, I'm excited about that one, actually. Yeah, I am yeah. too. Yeah, so. Not that we knew about it a long time ago. Uh, you could go to Frapper, uh, Frapper Map, which is F-R-A-P-P-R dot com slash iFanboy. You stick your pin in there, see where other people are. We're all over the world. Uh, it's really cool to just look at who's there, and we don't have time to tell you who's on it this week, so we'll do that later. Uh, social networking, myspace.com slash iFanboy, comicspace.com slash iFanboy, verb.com slash iFanboy, and facebook.com, and you can search for iFanboy there. Or us. And, or us, so you can all, on all those things... 
Uh, you can be our personal friend, you can be iFanboy's friend, just be our friend and say hello. We like our friends. And if you are our friend, tell your friends about us. And you can go to podcastalley.com or go to iTunes or go to dig.com and dig us or all the various places where you talk about podcasts and recommend us. We'd appreciate it. Or so. you can go to iTunes and leave a review for either this show or the video show. Yep. Some people heard the call. Yeah. There's like, good little. reviews in there and we're not even close to around comics yet. So what's up Get with that? Get a little momentum. So. That's right. Uh, uh, thank like, you. Thank you so much to the people who left. And if you like the show, you can uh, donate some cash. Uh, you can go to ifanboy.com slash donations or click on the donate box on the website and uh, you can send us some PayPal money or uh, whatever you like and help the show out. And please wish us luck in San Diego because we're going to need it. Yeah. It's going to be tiring. Well, if you so. see Ron on the floor, give him a hug. Yes. Or buy me a cookie. That Open call. No Whoever, cookies. Whoever buys me a cookie wins. You know so. what? No cookies for Ron. Well, I want a cookie. You know what? If you see Ron with a cookie, take it away and run. They're, by the way, they're, <laughs> they're Mrs. Fields, not Sally Fields. Sally which, Field when I was Sally. editing that show, I laughed out loud. They'd be cool if it was Sally Fields. It Field would be cookies. much cooler. Like, she gave up on the acting and she's like, I'm going to make cookies. You like my cookies. You really like my cookies. <laughs> All right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's how you kill a show right there. Oh. It's very humid. It's moist. It is. That's all for me. I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Ron, and we'll see you in San Diego. Yeah.